What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Eric D. Wild, man. We're doing another episode of the Detroit Chess Killers podcast. On today's podcast, we got one of the most talented young juniors out of Detroit named Eric Hobson. Eric. What's up, everybody? Okay. As you know, today we're down here at Schaumburg, Illinois, at the National Championship. I mean, K-12 National Championship. And today is the first day, and Eric's participating in the speed tournament. What happened today, Eric? Uh, I got six out of 12 wins today. Uh, I did pretty good, but it was kind of bad because I lost to 1,100. My rating is 1,500, but I played a couple 1,900, so uh, that was kind of tough. But it's blitz, so uh, it really doesn't matter who you play because the time is always ticking quickly, so I'm good. So you said you got six out of 12? Yeah, I won six games out of 12. How many of them games that you lost came down to you being down on time? I would say probably really all of them because if I had more time, like I would thought longer. But really, that had if I would have had more time at that moment that I lost on time, probably like three or four games, really. Okay, for people don't know, I'm going to give some back history on Eric Hobson. Eric Hobson, to me, is a part of, I think, some of the greatest talent ever to come out of Detroit at elementary school. Talk about that Chrysler Elementary School chess team you was on before I was coaching and name some of the players. That was the good old days with uh, Nicholas, Simon, Maxwell, Sharice. Elijah, like a lot of players, and we was like we was winning a lot, so it was it was a really fun experience to play on Chrysler. We was like hanging out with each other all the time. We would go like we would go to nationals, and we was like ten years old. <laughs> it was super fun, and yeah, and in the, in the end, we was all winning, so it was like really fun, and. We got, like, we got popular, like, known by the mayor and, like, just a lot of stuff. And it was, like, a good experience playing for Chrysler and just, like, having fun. Talk about some of y'all accomplishments, the national championships, the state <laughs> championships y'all won. Yeah, we, like, every year we'll win, like, a state championship. And, like, every couple of years we'll win a national. Like, we'll win, like, so much. And, like, we put in the work, so we really deserved it, actually. So, yeah, we won a lot of that. Tell them what your rating was when you was in elementary school. <laughs> I remember, like, I had turned 1,000 when I was in, like, the third grade or something. But now I got better. I'm, I was probably, like, in elementary, my highest rating was probably, like, 1,400. 1400 at elementary school. Yeah. And Sharice was what? She was about the same. So y'all had two 1400s in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> that's phenomenal. That's that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So give me a backstory on how did you get in the chess? Who were some of your coaches? Who are some of your favorite chess players? So literally the first day of uh of second grade coach Whitehead came to our school and like he just explained to us that he was going to be teaching chess 
chest there and I didn't know how like big it was and it was just like like kind of different and I was like kind of interested in it and like I wasn't the first one of the first ones that clicked on the chest like I did other stuff but like a few months I started to get really into chess and like practicing and going to tournaments and just getting better like playing with my friends like the reason I probably did chess is because every like all my friends was doing it so yeah basically they got me into it so once you start playing did your friends have better rates than you and that strive you to achieve that 1400 rate yes like when I was like in second grade, I never really had a trophy. Like I usually always had medals. So like when I saw it in tournaments that uh they was giving out trophies, I always wanted to uh get one of those. And I saw my friends getting them, so I was like, I can do that. And I wanted to win, get those trophies. Okay, okay. So once you start getting them trophies and your ratings start getting you know, up there, up the ladder, right? Yeah. Who are some of your favorite chess players in the city of Detroit that you looked up to or look up to? Well, uh, John Brooks, because he had uh, taught me, he had taught me, uh, like, some chess, and, like, he's usually at every, like, major, like, adult tournament. And uh, Coach Brian, like, he was... He was at every tournament, like Scholastic tournament, because he had his team, and like I used to always see him there and stuff. And even you too, you be at everything. So yeah, that's the chess players I look up to. Y'all teach me a lot of stuff. Okay, thank you for that. Now you know Mika, I always gotta keep it uh funny. Yep. (laughs) Growing up in the city of Detroit, it was Eric Hobson. It was Sharice, right? Yeah. And y'all ratings were close, right? Yes. And she kind of separated herself. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah. From you. So what do you want to say about that? Because I think y'all equally in talent. Yeah, like, like, I haven't been playing chess, like, as much. Because I do, like, a lot of other stuff. My mom puts me in different activities. So I'm not as around chess like 24 7 how i used to like when i was at a school that uh had chess because i had moved schools to, mm-hmm. to move i had moved schools so they didn't really have they didn't have chess at all there so i wasn't practicing every day like how i used to so i think if i was like practicing chess every day like that i would be like higher than sharice that's good so what are your goals and dreams as far as chess rate wise rating wise rating wise yes sir be at least an expert to get my rating to 2000 like before I'm like 16 cause I'm 14 now so I should be at an expert or somewhere close to that like when I'm 16 okay that's that's a few hundred points away now we're going to do something different since you're the first child or student to come on my podcast I'm going to switch it over and let you interview me <laughs> <clears throat> so anything you want to ask you feel free alright Coach Derek how did she get into chess oh, man. 
mean, everybody know that. I got in the chest in the fourth grade uh, by Miss Turner. It was Clark Elementary School. And really, it was detention. And she just made us play it. That's how I really got in the chest. That question was whack. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a question that's really wanted. Is it true that my third grade teacher, Miss Blair, was one of your teachers? Yeah, Miss Blair was actually my second grade teacher. She taught me, she taught my brother, and she was actually there when I was on the Clark Elementary School chest end. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that's a true story. She ain't remember me, but she remember my brother. Oh, okay. He was always getting in trouble. All right, all right. She was the same Miss Blair. Ain't nothing changed about Miss Blair from when you had her to when I had her. Okay, yeah, she's fun, she's fun. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, what are your uh, goals on the playing chess now? Like, what what do you want to reach? What do you want to do? As well, far as, like, just overall chess and teaching and playing or what? Well, recently I have got back to playing and my rate has increased. I'm 19, 14 now. I have minor goals and I have major goals. My minor goal is to break 2,000, and I plan to – I think I'm going to do that because I got two tournaments coming up. Yeah. And then Chicago Open in May. A long-term goal for me is to make National Master, uh, and that's 2,200. Okay. Uh, And coaching, I have a city title. I have a state championship, and I want to win a national championship, and I don't care what section it is, under 100, 750, 250, unrated. I just won a national championship. Yeah, let's go. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who inspired you to play chess? Inspired me to play chess? Like, who made you? Like, it's people that taught you, but it's people that make you keep going to play chess. You know, who who is like that drive to make you keep going and play chess? We Well, actually, we got, this, we got a similar story. When I first started playing chess, I was horrible. I could break 600 <laughs> until I got to middle school. And I'll never forget, I had a coach named Dr. Grams. And he took me to a Finney tur- He took me to a tournament, not a Finney tournament. And he had an old, old, beat-up Nissan stick shift car. <laughs> and he took, like, for real, you laughing. He took, like, 10 players, right? Yeah. We sitting on each other, laps, all that other stuff. We drove out to Kalamazoo or Flint, whatever. I was the only person in that car that didn't get a trophy. And all my friends, we was in middle school, they bozo clown, capped on me uh, with the jokes, everything. And it was the worst feeling in the world. Then after that, I went home. And during this time, this is before Fritz. This one, like, Chess Master, Yahoo Chess. Uh, I had a program called Night Stark on Floppy Disk. And that's all I did. Yahoo, Night Stark, or Chess Master on the PlayStation. Okay, yeah, see. And my rate went from like 600 to like 1135. Hey, that's good. That's not good. I thought I was on my way. <laughs> but still, that's a like that's dedication right there. Yeah. Oh, and then John Brooks. Then when I got good, John Brooks started taking my money. <laughs> so, no, for real, because you get to a point, Chess, and you could, you could vouch for this. Where you get good, you start beating somebody, right? Yep. So you get the big head, right? <clears throat> and everybody told you around, I'm pretty sure this to happen to you. Oh, this is my son, Eric, Eric Gray, Eric Gray. And then you come across that one chess player, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That got something for you. And when I started getting good, my dad was taking me around, and I ran across John Brooks. 
you know how that story went. <laughs> so that's how I was introduced to John Brooks. I met John when I was about 11 or 12. Okay. Same and to this day, I haven't beat him, beat him, but I get games off of him. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So this is my last question. Like, if chess wasn't in your life, what do you think you'll be, like, be right now? You want me to tell the truth, truth? Yes. You sure? Yes. I'll probably be locked up. <laughs> no, for real, listen, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you some real, real stuff, and then I'm going to go back to interviewing you. I grew up in a single-parent home, right? Mm-hmm. Where I was raised by my mom and my grandmama, and that goes for majority of all the people that play chess with me, my friend D'Angelo, Tim, Joseph, and we grew up, we went to schools where chess wasn't popular. I went to Magnair, they went to Southeastern, Joy, Cooley, all that other stuff. Yeah. So on those Fridays and Saturdays, this is before y'all had the DIA, remember this, right? Yep. On those Saturdays, while my friends were probably going over girl's house or getting in trouble or doing this and that, right? Yep. Coach Derek was at a Finney tournament. Coach Derek was at the States. So I think it saved my life because I probably could have been out there doing Lord knows who. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, and I'm going to tell you this, and this is something that you don't know, but I actually had a friend that we played chess with his name, Roland Sanders, who, who lost his life to gun violence. And, uh, Wow. That happened when I was like 15 and I quit playing chess and it was like a random accident, uh, freak accident that happened. So if I didn't have chess, man, ain't no telling where I would be because them Saturdays, yeah, that's true. My, mama could, my mama could go to sleep at night peacefully because she knew her son wasn't out there doing nothing devastating in the streets. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Now, I'm about to flip it back on you. So, since we're down here in Schaumburg, Illinois, uh-huh. you got pony stumped in the blitz section, blitz tournament. <laughs> Let's talk about what you're going to do tomorrow. Oh, yeah. What section you playing in? I'm playing in the U1600 uh, K12. And I'm really just trying to focus, really, because that's really. How I lose games, it's like I'm not focused enough to like pay I'm not paying attention enough and focus to really analyze the board and I might just move fast and blunder. So like, you blank out. Yeah. Cause when I'm like really focused on the game, like I'm unstoppable. Cause I I look at everything when I play. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Like what when I'm focused. Best, what is your best results? at the national so far? Uh five and a half. Whoa, what section was that? Uh it was like two years ago. It was a uh I think it was middle school. It might have been the same section. Oh it might have been like a little higher. Oh so I'm if you got five and a half, I'm putting you at five and a half six at this tournament. Yeah. I'm putting you on spot. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, how's you enjoying Schaumburg, Illinois, so far? Right now, it's cool. Like earlier today, we had to walk in. We was walking 
like when we came to this hotel, we was walking in the rain, <laughs> but then it cleared up like Michigan weather. But it's all good. So walking in the rain was cool to you? Yeah, it was. It wasn't cool, no, but it was good at the end because it got sunny. So it was straight. So besides that, what else you like about the hotel? Oh yeah, it's let's a, talk about your experience so far. Your first day here. I didn't really see the hotel, but it, it's it's actually a really nice hotel. I'm in the bathroom right now, and it has like the TV in the mirror. So, like, I never seen this in person. So that's crazy. Double seven type stuff. Huh? Yeah, double seven. Yep. So I haven't seen this before. It's a nice hotel. Nice hotel. Uh huh. Anything else you want to say? Nah, it's nothing. I'm good. Thanks for the interview. Oh, uh, bro, you ain't off. We got on this podcast. We play games. Play games? Yeah, I play a game called Soft Move or Boss Move. And I give you a scenario and you tell me, is this a soft move or a boss move? Okay. For example, right? I'm going to give you an example. I went to a Toledo Swiss tournament, right? Yep. And I played somebody on an old analog clock. Yeah. He lost the game because he couldn't tell time. Oh, <laughs> Soft move or boss move? He lost the game because he couldn't tell time. Yeah, he kept he did on the old analog clock. He just kept looking at the clock and he was kind That's soft move. That's a soft move. Oh me, you on you know, you wanna know why? Why? Because if you a chess player, you gotta know like everything about chess, especially like even before if you didn't know if he didn't know about it, then like you gotta ask a question or something. So like you can't be losing like those games, and like what kind of would he have won if he didn't like know the time? If he didn't know the time, no, this will happen. He sat there. I moved. We got to move fifteen, and he just sat there and was trying to figure out how far the time the hand got to go to he uh, failed, and he was ashamed. And uh, I called flag on him after we sat there. You know what I'm saying? And he told me after the game, like, I didn't know how to tell time. And I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? Right, that's soft move. You got you to gotta ask that question. You can't do it after the game when you lose. <laughs> Dang. He, I mean, he ain't, he ain't know how to tell time. Still, like, you could have, like, he could have asked when is my, like, when does the hand hit? Like, what number does the hand hit when I lose? At least, because, like, you can just see that. But yeah, that's a soft move. Okay, so I'm gonna give you another scenario, right? Yep. Soft move, boss move, right? You playing chess, right? Yep. And oh, you're playing blitz chess. Okay. Your your opponent makes move, forgets to hit his clock, his flag ball. <sighs> Soft move or boss move? <laughs> to not tell him to hit the clock? Yeah. How much time does he have? It don't matter. That's a boss move. Well, that's just being move. smart. That's really just being smart. Because that's their fault. That's a, that's a soft move on them for not paying attention. That's a boss move on me for like keeping my hand and not looking at the clock for that long. And I... And not like spoiling it, that they uh, time running out. 
So you saying that's a boss move? Yeah, because I do that all the time. You do that all the time? Yes. Have you ever intimidated somebody at the board? Yeah. Wow. How? Looking at them? Not yeah, like just today when I have played a guy, like he was like, I have played him and I was like, this is my board. And he, he was like, are you sure? Like he was kind of scared. So I guess I intimidated him just because and I didn't even play him before. But then I end up crushing him. So I guess he was intimidated. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Anything else? You, anything else you want to ask the coach before I let you go? Anything in the world that I can ask you? With it, don't got to be chess related. Uh, let me think. What's your favorite thing? What is your favorite thing to do outside of chess? Make money. That was very simple. What What do you do to make money? I'm a chess coach. Outside the chess, anything outside the chess that I like to do, yeah, to make money, yeah. You talking about any hidden talents I got? Yeah, anything. No, are you confused? Are you asking me is there any hidden talents, Coach Jared? Yeah, any hidden. Do you have any hidden talents? I used to box. Box? Yeah, yeah. I used to box. I tried boxing for a minute. You got things got knocked out, so you stick to chess. <laughs> no, no, I'm boxing. I was just a true story. I was boxing. I was training, and but my godfather in law is in laws with Tommy Hearns, and his daughter married uh, his son Ronald Hearns. So actually, I was going to box, training how to be a boxer, and then when I realized I wasn't gonna make no money, it was chess for me. Anything else? Nah, that's it. That's it? Yep. Thank you for the interview. You just want to end the interview because this piece of game. Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. All right. Thanks for interviewing. All right. Bye.